um, this is something I talked to Javier about a little bit, but we've spoken a lot about it earlier this year. The, the foundation, the tradition, the culture of this team uh, is unlike any in, in MLS, and you know that because you helped build it. But I'm wondering now, when a team is scuffling a little bit, does that foundation and culture give you something to reach back to? Uh, something that maybe an LAFC, which is only four years old, for all its success, doesn't have the deep tradition that you guys have. Is that, is that something that helps, or is it something that disappears once the balls kicked off? Yeah, I don't know how much of a factor it plays into, into the moment. I mean, I think it helps us when players choose to come to the Galaxy, and it helps us as the team uh, sets its goals and ambitions and, you know, the expectations. It, it creates all of that. But I, I think ultimately uh, this group, uh, this team, and our strengths and our deficiencies and all those things and ultimately will determine kind of where we are in the moment and how we continue to to write this group's addition to that history, if you will. Um, but I, I don't know if uh, obviously being in our stadium, being in front of our fans is a, is a big deal. Those are the things that really, I think, help us and and, and push us on. I'm not sure if the, uh, the legacy of the past can help us on Saturday or Sunday or Sunday, but it is certainly something that has helped brought us all together again and gives us, uh, you know, helps to push our ambitions to, to get to the top of this league again and, and be up there. So obviously we have work to do and uh, we all knew that signing up at the beginning of this year that we have work to do to try to get this club back to the top and it wasn't gonna happen overnight and we're gonna have to go through our our stresses and difficult times to grow together as a group to get to where we need to get to. So <clears throat> I think that's where we are, um, you know, proud of our history, but we've gotta, we've gotta set our own history now and, and uh, answer the bell that when it, when it rings for us. Thanks a lot, good luck. Thank you. We'll go with Damien next. Hey, Greg. Hey, Damien. Um, I mean, you guys in this, this run here, um, how important is it to have a player like Javier? I mean, he just sat here and talked to us for like what, 20, 25 minutes here. He seems to be in a good mood. Um, how does that sort of, you know, trickle down to the other guys in the locker room? Yeah, I mean, I think obviously Javier is a – He's an excellent player. He's uh, he's got a great personality. He's in a positive way in terms of um, even his play, his health right now. Since he's come back from being an injury, uh, was able to get a goal uh, in this last match, with for, which for goal scorers is always a, a positive thing. Um, but always, you know, he's obviously playing for results just like the rest of us. So I'm sure he'd take a result over the goal any single day. But uh, but also playing for results. But he also knows. Um, you know, on the on the back of the performance, the last two performances, there's a lot of positive signs there for us that uh, some things are coming together in the right way. Now we need to now we need to execute. You know, there's there's a number of things that I've challenged through this this group over the course of the year and even in the last few weeks. Um, and some of those positive moments really came out in the last game, as I said to them. Uh, early in the season, we had won games on the heels of character, but we didn't perform very well. Uh, we had we had you know, won and lost games on that side. And we always knew that by this time of the year, we were going to have to perform better. It's that time of the year where you've got to play better. So uh, I thought the other night we played better. Uh, we had two or three letdowns of which they scored two goals. Uh, and we didn't take, you know, the right percentage of chances uh, and put them in the back of the net that we had. You know, we've got to be more efficient in front of the goal. So, um, but this in this past game, we had more control on the attacking half of the field. We had we won more balls in transition recovery. We were able to start some transitions that were actually created some dangerous moments for us. There was a lot of 
there was a lot of things that I felt we did in this game that we hadn't been doing in games earlier in the year that um, that were that are positive signs. And we have to try to back that performance up with another performance, and then see it out for 90 minutes and get the result that we you know we probably just we deserve. But uh, that's you know that's football. We gave it up on that. We gave up. Even if we'd have drawn the last game and come into this game, I think we would have felt a lot different just in terms of just the overall performance. Uh, and it's crazy that one play in the last you know, 20 or 30 seconds of the game can change that completely in, in a way just from an emotional perspective. So I think we're trying to ground ourselves for sure and, uh, and all the positives I, thought, I think that happened on this road trip and, and emotionally shift away from the negatives, which were the results, and build off of our, our performances. And what's Jorge's status? I know he's, he suffered it's a similar injury to the last one he had or it's a hyperextension and then hyperextension the bones clatter together if you will and then there's a bone bruise that's left as a result of that so uh, he has a bone bruise I don't I don't know exactly where he is at today I, you know I don't know uh, if he'll be able to turn around for this weekend or not uh, I know he's he was pretty sore coming out of the game and pretty sore still yesterday but I don't know if there's anything that they can do to help him uh, prepare for Saturday. So he's he's questionable um, at best right now. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Oh, go ahead. Oh, you jumped on me just a, a little faster. I was uh, writing you uh, another note. Greg, I, um, you guys did have a much better performance this past week. I'm just wondering how you balance that with, with the results still not yet heading north. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, that's an interesting trick because of the time of year and <clears throat> the emotions that come with results uh, at this time of year. You know, if, if these performances happened in the first five games or six games of the season and we were on the road, we would take uh, a lot of positives out of these things and know that we're building towards uh, a bigger picture in a season. But right now, uh, sometimes it's just about the result and it doesn't matter how you get the result. But having said that, um, you know, we're trying to stay focused on the fact that we are, we're trying to find the best form and our best version of us here down the stretch. And I thought we were a lot closer. I thought it was the most complete 90-minute game that we've played this year without the result on the end of it being what we, what we wanted it to be. But uh, I thought there were very few stretches uh, in Salt Lake, which is a very difficult place to play, where Salt Lake actually had control of the game. It was really in our hands for much of the game. And so... Uh, we try. We look at the positive things and the things that we need to duplicate. And uh, as we come back to a, another tough match at home against a good team, LAFC, who also has an emotional, probably an emotional position with their results. But um, but we have to take the positives and, and the things that we did we did well and try to duplicate those and and finish our chances when we get them and uh, and see halves out when when they're getting close to the end of halves, things like that. So. Um, but you can't always control the, the results in the game. There's been many games in the, in the world's, uh, world of soccer that have not finished unjustly because of a last play or something, and we, just, we need to keep moving on from that and get to the next game and, and fight for three points. You know, three points right now would, would change uh, a lot of energy just uh, you know, based off of our performances. It would just give us another, another boost. So we're going we're gonna to fight for that again uh, every game. Within that prism, um, the mistakes – in the Real Salt Lake game are mistakes that we've seen pretty often this season. So when you're looking at that, and I know you're trying to avoid these things, you've been trying to fix these things and, and, uh, uh, and move forward from it, it always seems that they kind of pull you back a little bit. 
Well, yeah, it's one of the, one of the challenges. I mean, teams all all teams make some mistakes, and and it's a question whether you get punished for making your mistakes or not. We didn't make a ton of mistakes the other night, which is we made far less mistakes, I think, than we've made in many many games over the course of this season. Uh, we got punished for the mistakes that we made at really bad times of the game. One at the very end of the first half, where uh, you know we short a we short a clearance, and then we've got to defend the cross better so that it doesn't come in, and then we got to defend the front of the goal. So yes, we've talked about that. Uh, and yes, we have to do better. Um, and our, you know, and I've talked individually with guys about what they need to be paying attention to and what they need to be thinking about. Um, and then the second second goal for me is just is, you know, uh, it comes at an interesting moment because we had four really good kind of three to four really good sort of opportunities in their box to maybe even win the game. So the emotion of the group is we can win this thing. And you can tell that the momentum that everybody is feeling is kind of this forward momentum to go win the game. Uh, then the ball goes out for a throw in and our momentum is still leaning very forward instead of maybe, okay, in that moment, we need to just protect ourselves and get the ball back and then we can go forward again. And I felt like we were a little stretched out. The throw went forward in between us and it kind of bounced back and forth a couple times. And then you know, it lands on their foot and one ball in behind our back and we turn, in, we turn into our, uh, we get ourselves in a difficult situation. He scores a great goal. There are ways that we can prevent them from getting to that, por to that point. And I think, uh, you know, these things kind of happen in the game. We as a group just collectively have to try to recognize and see that, see that moment out better and protect ourselves as, you know. But again, I, I don't f super fault the group because we had so much momentum going towards possibly winning the game. We had all of the chances down the stretch, and we, the group was on the front foot. And uh, you know, again, a, a play bites us in the in the butt. And we don't we don't deal with it. And we have a couple chances to deal with it. So um, disappointing, but that's again that's the game. And lastly, do you, do you feel confident that the momentum from the performance is going to outweigh? the uh, close of the game and the disappointment as you as you uh, try to push forward? Yeah, I think the, you know, I thought we built some momentum off the Austin, at least 63 minutes of Austin, where I thought, again, we dominated that game and, and got undone um, kind of against the run of play. Uh, I thought we built on that the next game and, and put together another solid performance, if you will, with without getting the result. Uh, so I think, you know, on the heels of, I think, two, con two consecutive games where we had the right intensity, the right intentions, we were creating far more chances than the opposition. Uh, yes, we didn't get the goals to give us the first, the goal to give us kind of that lead and maybe some of that momentum that we wanted. I think we, the group has to, is, is fit to bounce back again and, and put out another good, good, uh, good performance and good effort. At, at the end of the day, before the game starts, I can't tell you if we're going to win, lose, or draw. I just don't, I can't tell you that. Nobody can tell you that. What you control is go out and do, put out your best performance, set your team uh, in a way that they believe uh, that they can go win. Uh, they believe they got to go out and put in their best effort and best shift. And then we've got to make some plays. We got to make more plays than the opposition in the boxes. And, uh, but nobody can predict a win or, or before a game starts. But I think our group feels confident in their performances and that they're ready to go out uh, and put on another performance this weekend. And now we just got to shift the, again, execute so that we can shift the results. Wonderful. Thank you, Greg. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Scott. We'll go with Josh. Hey, Greg. Um, I wanted to follow up a little bit on, on Damian's question. Uh, Derek Williams and his injury update first. 
Yeah, Derek trained today with the, with the group. So again, we'll see how he feels going into tomorrow, train again, and then we'll see how he feels going into the weekend to determine his uh, availability. But he, he, he did train with the group today. Uh, you talked about after the RSL game, you talked about the locker room and the energy change that you felt within the group. I, I wonder if maybe you could explain what that means to you or, or what, what that points to for, for you specifically when you see this type of or feel this type of change from, from a group. Yeah, you know, uh, for, for me, and it's something we've been talking about as a group, that uh, our team has to get to a point where we've set a standard of our performance and what is expected, and then everybody is held accountable for that standard of performance. Old guys, young guys, every guy in between, and it's done in the locker room. It's done a lot through veteran players. It's done through, obviously, the support of the coach and the coach and the, young, and the veteran players, and then everybody is meeting that standard on a daily basis. Uh, and, and I felt like our group and guys on our team that you know have been looking, seeking kind of their form over the course of the season, their health, their various things, trying to get themselves in the right, at to the right level. I felt like they felt like they performed well, and they did. I felt like they then were in the locker room and holding you know the locker room at a, on a in a positive way, in the right way, accountable for uh, the qual the good things and the bad things that happen. And I felt like this was a. Uh, it, that's when you know, like for me, like a, the culture of a group and the mentality and expectation to win and the standard to perform and win has started is sunk in. And I think that uh, I can't even explain it unless you've really been in locker rooms before, especially locker rooms that have won championships. And, and the standard is held a lot of times within that leadership group within the team. And then the the younger players and the other players who are trying to find that level then are are. Sh always scratching and clawing to get to that level of expectation of those senior players and, the, and supported by the coach, established and set by the coach. And I felt like at the end of that game, and it was very clear and evident, and it, for me it was, a, it was a big moment that was very different than any other moment we've had after any game, win, lose, or draw after any game, where there was a very clear standard, and if anyone didn't meet it, they were, um, the team was holding them accountable, but also in a very positive way. And I, I, again, I can't always explain it in the best terms unless you've been in the locker rooms. And it was just the group felt good about how they played. They were really pissed and disappointed and hurt, and as they should be, about the outcome. But there, you could tell there was a confidence and belief in the performance side of it and what they did. And if you put those performances out and you just execute on some of the moments that you have, you're going to win far more games than you lose over the course of a season. And that's what you have to believe in when, when, you, when you put on the jersey and you go. You know who you are, and you play at the standard that is expected individually and collectively. And if you do that, then the question is, do you execute in the box more than the opposition executes in, in the other box? Uh, and then you win games, and you get to win games. And you can create a, a greater margin of, of victory by doing more good things than the opposition over the course of time you can do more good by having more good players than the opposition you might be able to create a uh you know some sort of a, a gap for a margin of error if you will and i thought we i thought our group really found its voice and standards in the locker room for the for one of the first times if not the first time this year really as a as a group and i i i appreciated that because i know it was a it was a devastating way to finish the game but i thought the way they came in was 100 percent right Thanks, Greg. Mm -hmm. We'll close it off with Enrique Gutierrez. Enrique, go ahead. Thank you, Vicky. Um, hi, Greg. Thank you for your time. 
Well, as you know, uh, this weekend is uh, kind of like Landon Donovan weekend with uh, him coming back, um, coaching uh, San Diego against the, the Los Angeles Galaxy 2. And, uh, and then on Sunday, of course, a big event with uh, the statue and also yep. the Ring of Honor celebration. So uh, I think we all know what uh, Landon has done here in Los Angeles and for U.S. soccer in general. But I'd like to get your take and, and, and how to put it in words, what, what he's done, what, he, what, what he's meant to the Galaxy and to U.S. soccer in general as a whole. Yeah, I think... Um... Obviously, Landon is first and foremost. He's an exceptional player. I mean, he he has been at multiple clubs that that have won. Uh, obviously, he went to San Jose and he helped turn that team into a winning team and a winning franchise. Came to LA, was able to do the same thing. Uh, I think he, you know, he's got an incredible intensity and desire to to compete and to to win. I think he's. He was smart, and my time playing with him here in, in LA was, you know, probably one of the worst seasons that the Galaxy had had at that time in 2008. And it was he and David, and uh, and the two of them, you know, notoriously didn't know how to win together yet. And so, uh, you know, both of them, and and I'll give Landon a lot of credit too. They they both figured out whether they like each other or don't like each other that they needed each other to win games. And so he's smart enough to understand how to win. Uh, and that doesn't always mean you have to be best friends with somebody. That means you have to find the best in each other and, and you have to, to give everything to a cause much bigger and greater than yourself. And he obviously was able to do that to the tune of, of more championships. And so, um, so he's an incredible player, obviously. I think his desire to want to, to score goals, to threaten the space behind, to, uh, to runs, the cleverness and the timing of his runs were, were all things in our league that were were you know pretty exceptional in, in his time. I mean, even when we look for players to add to our team, I was looking for a player who gave those kinds of runs for our group, who who was goal oriented, who wanted to break the lines, who wanted to run through uh, into the depth and and put oppositions in these difficult situations. Landon always did that, and so he's always so difficult to play against. Um, so he's obviously that, and obviously as uh, on the other side is. With the national team, he did the same things, helped the team become more successful, and, and he's always been an ambassador for the sport and for you know for kids in the sport and the game, and uh, and someone who's always brought I think um, the right energy and the right vibe to to the game, uh, and and always been a proponent and of of um, yeah the the game and, and for the youth and and just in general. So um, obviously a great human being, but for me, it, it just he stood apart as his just his will his ability to, to, to win and to, uh, to impact uh, a group and find a way to work with a group to get results. Is it okay for Galaxy fans to root for, for him this Saturday as he's coaching against Los Dos? <laughs> you can root for him, but that doesn't mean his team has to win, you know? <laughs> you can separate Thank the player and the team. That, that sometimes can happen. So. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right. All right. Take care, everybody. Uh, coming off that... that that uh, tough loss the other night. Where's this group at mentally heading to this uh, showdown with LAFC? In a good place, in a good spot. I mean, uh, that's that's life, and that's and that's this sport. You know, you need to just turn the page, uh, take the positives, uh, learn from the <clears throat> from the mistakes you did, and yeah, wake up, be grateful, enjoy your life, and try to do the best as you can. And I think that's that's the mindset, that's the mentality uh, that we have. 
the past we cannot change it. It is what it is, and of course, like I tell you, we need to to maintain the things that we're doing pretty well, and then learn from the from the mistakes that we have done in the past. And yeah, just keep going. And we have a a beautiful game on Sunday and a great scenario, great weekend. So hopefully, we can get the three points here in our home in that derby. Was there anything you guys did? Um, the first half, you guys were all pretty much all over them. The first half, um, anything that you guys talked about beforehand that sort of sort of the group seemed more lively um, that first half the other night. I mean, the first and the second. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we dominate them. They they got the three points. Uh, like they were they were they deserved it because they got them. But we just fully dominate them. Like like we did uh, in 70 minutes in Austin too. It's just like. And I said it after. Uh, of course, we want the results, and and soccer is about that. But I think the foundation that we are creating right now before the playoffs that that we are still fighting to to get our spot over there. I think it's amazing because if you don't have the foundation, sometimes, yeah, you can win games, but then in playoffs that that that's not gonna make you solid, you know. So I mean, I think we're doing pretty good. There's a lot of a lot more positive. In those games, regardless the results, because it's yeah we we didn't get any point in the last two uh, games on the road. But I mean, I think and we feel that we did so many good things that we're going to maintain trying to do that, and of course improve the mistakes that we done. All right, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Damien. We'll go with Josh Gessman. Josh, go ahead. Hey, Javi, thanks for, for taking the time. Um, I think this is going to be your first El Trafico at home with the capacity crowd, right? Full capacity is going to be absolutely packed. I mean, I felt it the last one. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt you, but the last one I know, I understand it wasn't the, the full one, but it was with my crowd. I scored, we won. I mean, I understand what you're saying, but for me, and these type of games, is like it, it, it doesn't matter if it's the first, the second, the whatever. It's, 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 a, it's a derby, man. It's a Trafico. You know, it doesn't matter uh, how these two teams are coming. Uh, sorry, you can finish now the, the question, but I wanted just to say that, like, in these type of games, you don't need to put a special ingredient on it. You know, you don't need to. These type of games are like, they are what they are. That's why they're traffic or they're derbies. And, and, and obviously, if you don't get motivated in those in those type of games, I don't know what you're doing in this in this in this sport and in this job. Obviously. No, no, no. I, I, I think that's a, that's a good point. I, I would say I would just try to maybe say you played those in an empty stadium before. Mm. They have obviously there's an intensity to it. Obviously, you guys, um, you know, still have to play the game there. You get with fans in, and now you're going to get. I'm going to call it the full experience, all right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, I, I repeat a lot of this, this type of, of, of comments and, and, and ideas that I have in my, in, my, in my mind that is like, yeah, you need to look forward every single time, you know, and this lovely sport give you a chance of like redeem yourself if the results are not pretty well like like right now the run that we had that we couldn't win in a lot of games uh, we haven't sorry uh, and as well when you're doing pretty well the things to maintain that so it's like it's like in the pitch sometimes and when I miss a chance when I score a chance when you play this sport it's like the most important play is the one about to come you know the one that it's coming so yeah this game obviously that is a traffic it's a very <clears throat> good way for both of the teams uh, whoever is going to win uh, to 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 redeem themselves because yeah we're in a in a pretty bad uh, run uh, LA Galaxy and then LAFC fighting for a spot but as well probably in the in the in the edge and not getting the chances to get over there and then of course 
the Trafico is the Trafico, the Derby is the Derby. So, I mean, it's always amazing uh, that uh, that we can do what, what we love most. You know, I was injured two months and I was very frustrated. Now I'm very grateful. Last year with the COVID uh, stop, how, how you mentioned, not only the Trafico uh, games uh, without crowd, the bubble, how everything changed. I mean, uh, yeah, you, you you pretty well know me and sometimes I repeat some some phrases some answers because that's the way that I feel that's the way that I like to live like in the present moment of course like I said it learning a lot of from, from my mistakes so I can improve and show a better version of myself and as well the things that we're doing pretty well just maintain them so yeah it's going to be a great uh, a weekend and, and hopefully and I think uh, with the three points uh, with us thanks Javi appreciate it you're welcome we'll go with Kevin Baxter from the LA Times Kevin go ahead Hey, Javier. Thanks hey, for your Kevin. time. You're welcome. You look good. You look like you're happy. <laughs> I mean, of course, and, and, and I don't want to, to, to sound very imprudent and stuff. Of course, the run is like that, but life is life. I'm healthy. My kids are healthy. The people that I love are healthy. Uh, I'm doing what I love most, that is playing soccer uh, with the best organization in MLS, the biggest club in this country, uh, fighting for a spot in the playoffs, uh, preparing myself from uh, to to play a derby, so I mean, to, to, what else should I ask? You know, it's like if I'm not happy, I will be obviously I will be so irresponsible. I mean, I'm so grateful. I'm so I'm alive, man. I have an opportunity to wake up, to do what I love most, to keep creating the life that I want to to create, to to take decisions, to be here, to speak with you guys. I mean, it's like what else? You know, it's like I'm just grateful. Well, Except for maybe the speaking with us guys part. Maybe that's not your favorite thing to do. You are right. You are right. But you know what? Sometimes I like it. You know, sometimes that, that's why I go through. Because <laughs> when I grew up, sorry to share this. When I grew up, a lot of friends or a lot of people asked me, you know, why do you answer the same things? And I said, because they ask me the same things, you know? So now sometimes I go over and I could say things that probably you don't ask. So at least I have fun saying what I want to say, you know, in a way. You know, because the questions I could be, I could do it in five minutes, guys, with you. And it's like, we're going to play an amazing game. It's a Trafico. Of course, we want to win. Of course, we're disappointed because we lost last game. I want to keep, like, giving my best and goodbye, you know? So, yeah, I always try to to manage the way of every moment, even the ones that I don't love most. Because, of course, if you give me to compare, if I want to speak with you guys, if I want to play games, obviously, I want to choose playing games. So, yeah, I'm just trying to to enjoy and, and obviously I know the responsibility that that being this chair with this shield behind, uh, being the striker, the all the confidence that the people are putting in myself, uh, I know that and I love that because it's amazing. It's being in the spot and I want to deliver as, as good as I can and I'll be the first one that, that says if I didn't do it, I didn't do it. And when I'm doing it pretty well, I felt it and sometimes I said it. So uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm happy, yeah. <laughs> Maybe this, hopefully this question will be one that you haven't been asked before, but obviously the team's struggling, but you played for some of the biggest teams in the world, Chivas, Manchester uh, United, you played at Real Madrid, yep. now, as you mentioned, the Galaxy, the biggest club in MLS. All those clubs have a tradition and a history, and when you're going through a tough time like this, does that make a difference? Do you think, hey, wait a minute, you know, we only won in eight games, but we're the Galaxy, you know, we can overcome this. We're going to reach back to our history. You weren't here for the history, I know that. But the club has that tradition. Does that help or does that just get washed away when the game starts? It, 
in my life, in my mindset, of course it helps because there's it's it's a it's a fact that allows me to yeah to to motivate me more to compromise myself to want to give even more you know sometimes i said it to my teammates that uh, i mean look if you want to put it like this i told them uh, in the locker room uh, after this game that we need to accept our luck and this is sometimes this is the luck of top top teams has because imagine in 180 minutes we play uh, most of them like dominant with more possession with more chances uh, don't allow them to to have uh, chances to the opposite teams. Like we were completely dominant, you know. And then it wasn't enough. So I told them, like that's the luck. That's that's that, those are the facts that sometimes we need to accept being in this institution. Because of course you, you don't know that every club that that plays against LA Galaxy they motivate a little bit more because they want to beat LA Galaxy, even though they could be out of playoffs or whatever. They they like to beat uh, LA Galaxy. So of course it's a a fact or an argument or something that brings me more passion, more responsibility, and more desire to to deliver good performances. You know, in my in my, in my point of view. So I say that sometimes to my teammates, not to make pressure, not to show off, not to uh, uh, feel that you already made it. It's completely the opposite. It's like the standards over here with these type of clubs and the clubs that you mentioned. Sometimes it's like. You have everything to lose and nothing to win because normally when you win, that's a normal stuff for the history. But when you lose, that's the 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 like the 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 parts that people are not used to it. So it's completely the opposite, you know. So that's a nice responsibility for me. That's why the word responsibility is amazing because it's on me. It's, it depends on me. It's mine. I like it. I, I prefer to be in the spot and hum, with a humbleness of accepting that when I do mistakes, I do mistakes. I'm human and, and in sports, you're going you're gonna to do mistakes. The thing is not doing as much mistakes as, 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 as you can. And of course, just be as, as an effective as you can, like, like uh, Austin and Real Salt Lake were and we, and we weren't, you know. So, I mean, of course, yeah, it's a very nice ingredient and it's a very nice responsibility. And it's a very nice opportunity that this organization trusts not only in myself, in every teammate, every worker, every people that is working for this organization, that they give us the, the chance to represent this uh, club. Thank you. Don't worry, be happy. <laughs> no, I'm not at all. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Kevin. Now we're going to Híjole, creo que las, las palabras, eh, eh, híjole, no sé, es que hay, hay palabras para una carrera como un jugador, como, como lo fue él para, para este país, para esta liga, eh, para, para el mundo, también es un jugador muy conocido, la verdad un jugador que, que se merece eso y más, y ojalá también nosotros le podamos dar eh, ese, ese homenaje con los tres puntos también, con la victoria el domingo, pero créeme que el Andon Donovan, tú me lo mencionas en este país y todo el mundo lo sabe, no también sabe su nombre, sabe la carrera tan magnífica que tuvo también, más allá que no jugó mucho en Europa, pero también cuando jugó en Everton y tuvo sus préstamos, eh, y más que más allá en la selección, en las Copas Confederaciones, las Copas del Mundo, y la verdad que era que era un jugador que, que obviamente no nos gustaba enfrentar como mexicanos. Yo en ese momento no, no jugué mucho en contra de él, eh, pero cuando era aficionado y cuando era un niño, sabiendo que íbamos a jugar contra Estados Unidos y Landon Donovan estaba ahí, pues 
era muy difícil. Bueno, también en el Mundial del 2002, eh, Estados Unidos nos no, no sacó en los octavos de final, ¿no? Entonces, este, es un jugador que también, algo que yo le admiré muchísimo, que siempre fue eh, auténtico, nunca se traicionó, siempre fue él. Eh, cuando quiso hablar en español en unas entrevistas, lo hizo. Cuando quiso declarar lo que quiso declarar en su momento, que pudo haber sonado controversial, lo hizo. Siempre se expresaba de la manera en que, en que de verdad se sentía. Fue muy auténtico para mí. Entonces, es algo que le admiré muchísimo. Y, y claro, dentro del campo también se le veía eso, ¿no? Con ese talento, con esa velocidad, con esa explosividad y también con esa inteligencia este, en, el, en, el, en el fútbol que siempre lo mostró. Creo que es algo que, que, que todos los jugadores debemos de admirarle. Gracias, Harry. Y vamos ahora con Dani de Oso de Yahoo. Daniel, adelante. Hola, Javier. Eh, Hola. Tengo dos rapiditas. Eh, primero, obviamente, estaba fuera de cancha que dos meses. Quería saber cómo se siente usted en lo físico, lo personal. ¿Se siente bien? ¿Se siente al cielo? Sí, bien. ¿Cómo está progresando ahí? Sí, muy bien. La verdad que, que volví, jugué 60 minutos contra Colorado, después 90 contra Houston, después entré 30 contra Minnesota. Y luego jugué 90 a Austin y ahorita casi 90, otros 80, 85 minutos. Así que la verdad que bien, me siento muy bien. Excelente. Usted ya habló un poco en inglés de, de la importancia del clásico, obviamente, pero teniendo un clásico en este momento, sabiendo los dos equipos cómo están y tan tarde la temporada que puede tener, obviamente, un impacto en, en, en lo que sigue en octubre con la, con la pelea para los playoffs, eh, ¿les da a ustedes un poquito de confianza? tener este partido en casa sabiendo que ellos en la historia del clásico no han ganado ya en A ver, siempre soy de la idea que cuando alguien trae a la mesa ese tipo de, como de, como de, este, de, de estadísticas, como que nunca, nunca, nunca siempre pasa la primera vez. Así que para mí da igual si nunca han ganado acá, para mí da igual si ellos vienen de una mala racha, también nos da un poquito igual a nosotros si venimos de una mala racha. Un clásico es un clásico, ese tipo de partidos, como lo dije en inglés, no necesitas ponerle más ingredientes para motivarte, para tomarlo con la seriedad, con la responsabilidad y también con la motivación necesaria. Así que lo único que tenemos en nuestra mente es que en estos últimos dos partidos que jugamos de visita, sacar todo lo bueno que hicimos para poderlo mantener y luego también lo negativo, aprender de ello para que no lo repitamos contra, contra el AFC en un partido que obviamente eh, va, a ser, va a ser muy bonito y muy lindo como todos los partidos eh, <coughs> en el tráfico desde, desde, desde que se empezaron a dar, desde que la franquicia del AFC eh, eh, surgió, ¿no? Entonces, eh, todos estamos contentos, motivados y con muchísimas ganas el domingo de, de darlo todo nuevamente y, que, y poder sacar los tres puntos delante de nuestra gente, obviamente. Gracias, David. De nada, gracias. Vamos con Mónica Hola, Javier. La situación Hola. que ahora vive LA Galaxy no es la que desean. Se viene un partido con mucha importancia dentro de la Major League Soccer y para Los Ángeles. ¿Cómo llega el club y qué tan importante será anímicamente conseguir una victoria? Pues como lo respondí, Mónica, las la, la, la respuestas pasadas, y perdón que lo sea muy corto, pero es... Tenemos que ser positivos, tenemos que sacarle lo mejor a lo que venimos haciendo, aprender de, lo, de los errores y de las cosas en las cuales no estamos muy orgullosos y que no queremos volver a repetir. Y que es un fin de semana muy lindo el poder tratar de revertir esta situación con un tráfico. Gracias, 